Hello, hello. Before I begin today's show, I want to talk to you about a live show I'm doing at this year's Dublin Fringe called Clankity Clank. I'm partnering up with Headstuff and Sissy That Pod to create an Irish version of the iconic Snatch Game from RuPaul's Drag Race. It's a completely improvised comedy quiz show with your favorite performers from this show doing their best celebrity impressions. It's going to be gas. You do not want to miss it. That's Clankity Clank this September at Smock Alley. Tickets are available now from FringeFest.com. Do not wait. Get your tickets today. Phoning it in. Phoning it in. If you're in a quandary or got dirty laundry, then you should be phoning it in. Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week, we're talking about drugs. Nelly, you were spooned out of it on some purple crazy sauce just last week. Oh, I was spooned out of it. Purple sauce, they called it. More like purple. Shh, if you know what I mean. I don't know. What's sorry, what purple? Sh- Am I allowed to curse? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Purple shite. Oh, no. Uh, sorry, I thought you meant sort of milder. Uh, right. Don't, I, I please don't that say that again. Purple poo. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, purple crazy sauce is, of course, the street term for liquid base enhancers. Um, how? What was your experience of liquid base enhancers? Well, when I bought it, I wasn't sure how to take it. So I thought, well, I've heard that if it gets onto the soles of your feet, it tends to go into your bloodstream faster. The fastest way. Yeah. Because so it, it only travels up, isn't that right? It only travels up. Yeah, That's yeah. right, Dave. Uh, so, yeah, I just poured a bit on my kitchen tiles and then I just took my socks off and started slipping in it. Oh, and yeah. by Jesus, I slipped on the floor and... I didn't feel the high. I felt very low and very much in pain. Yeah, well, kids are calling that the slippy slideys. Uh, the important thing is you got to get straight back up again because obviously as the drug only rises, if you're lying down, it's not going to go to your brain. It's going to go to the tips of your toes. That is very true and it should come with those instructions clearly in bold print. Well, this is the problem with illegal drugs. They don't come with instructions. That's it. And that's what I'm trying to make happen. Okay, so Nelly, you're very much for the legalisation of L. LBEs. Um, oh, did you end up having a, a better experience after you'd slipped and fallen? Yeah. Well, I had a mild concussion. So then when I woke up, I said, well, it's on the floor. I'm not going to use my mop to waste it. So I'm going to lick it. Oh, so lick I it. Okay. licked the purple sauce on and God, it was going all over me face. I looked like Barney. Right. And then I actually started to feel the high because then it was going into me. Straight tongue, up to your brain. Into my eyes. Yeah. I'm not sure if that was the way I was supposed to take it, but then I felt amazing. Yeah. I turned on some George Michael and I was dancing around the house in me knickers okay. and in me pyjamas. <laughs> your knickers and your pyjamas. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Knickers underneath, pyjamas over. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, the way yeah. I Classic. do it usually. Yeah, yeah. And were you on your own during all this? No, my whole oh. family was there. They weren't sure what I was taking. They thought I was kind of baking and I just spilt some purple icing on the ground. And they just said, we'll leave her at it. But then I think my dad actually licked some of it as well because he was feeling a bit loosey-goosey. Oh, yeah? What was was he doing? He was uh, just rattling the bookshelves and like uh, taking all the books out and kind of banging them at the window. And then he was cursing at me, man. He was like shaking her. He just shaking a lot of things. Does he do that normally or is that unusual behaviour? 
I'd say it was uh, more in the extreme end yeah, than yeah. I've seen before. This is the, this is the danger now because he didn't know he was taking um, some crazy purple sauce. Exactly. And then when that sauce. buzz hit him, he, was he didn't just, know what, what to was do. He was shaking. Yeah. He was blaming other people. And he took it out on your, your mum, did he? My mummy. My ma. Okay. Well, Mommy. look. Uh, I want to bring on another caller who's a graphic designer. Sorry, what's your name? Hi, my name is Jeremy Huxley. Hi, Jeremy Huxley. Thanks so much for calling in. What's your take on this uh, purple crazy sauce situation? Now, now, I think Bernie raises a very valid point. She wasn't... Uh, uh, Nelly, you mean? Nelly. Sorry, Nelly. <laughs> Nelly. Call me Bernie. Bernie. It doesn't Nelly. make any difference. Nelly did not know how to properly use the drugs. Yeah. And so ended up in a very dangerous situation. Concussed. Concussed, yes. And it could have been much worse, as you were saying. If it's applied improperly, it only goes up. You could end up in a Willy Wonka raising up through the vents situation, really? which is deadly if oh you have um, very sharp fan blades and you're in a ventilated area. Yeah. Um, and so my services and my own uh, SME small business has been dedicated to working with uh, drug providers. Now, we are not drug providers ourselves, but we have been working with them on graphic design solutions for uh, their drug distributing packaging and merchandisers. So we started off very small in making uh, the fun little uh, logos and stamps on LSD. But Nowadays, we're going into printed baggies. Oh, printed yes. baggies. And, you know, those baggies are terribly small sometimes. So getting the font uh, just small enough Super to small. fit on the bag. And so you can give directions, instructions, dosage amounts. Now, we have to get the the font so very, very small. Mm. It's a kerning nightmare. Oh, God, you know, sometimes if the bag is torn off at the top, you're missing key information. Yes. And so... Really, I think the purple super slushy, um, that is the correct name for it after all. Okay. They're, they're, you know, there's some rival generic off brand. Yeah, so, this ones. is the this is the one you want to get, the purple super slushy. Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. Um, Good that's to know. the original, and they actually have the trademark okay, on that. It, you can see that. the very, very small so trademark you're, you're symbol. You're designing on there. for the purple mm-hmm, super slushy. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah. What kind of reaction are you getting from uh, uh, wasters like Delhi over here, real drug, drug heads? Well, you see, we started off with a very sensible Times New Roman font, but we we really found that that didn't that didn't vibe connect. well. Yeah, it didn't connect with the core I'd audience. More comic sans. I was just about to say our market research uh, yeah. really. There might be a correlation between, I know it's very accessible font for dyslexia, but if you've got blurred vision from yeah, whatever yeah, you're already yeah. taking, that can often be easier to make out the letters. Yeah, I was going to say dum-dums, but I'm glad yeah. that you put a further mm. point on it. Except for the Mushrooms user who, um, they really enjoy wingdings when we oh, okay. when we put out all the instructions in wingdings. Mm, hard to get across those key mm. uh, instructions in wing, wingdings, though, because yes. so few people can read it unless yes. they're already off yes. their absolute yes. bin. I want to bring on a drug dealer now, Melvin. Um, Melvin, are you dealing in the purple super slushy or are you dealing in some like off offshoot? Oh, how's it going, Dave? Um, uh, uh, first time listener, long time caller. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've been uh, dealing in, in LBEs for, for, for days now. Days. And uh, and uh, uh, triple T's as well and, and bingo bongos and all, all the lads. And I have to say, I absolutely loved the, 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 the Times New Roman. Oh. I would love to see a courier new in there. As well, right. maybe going 
going a bit mad and just just doing Helvetica or something. That'd be that'd be mad. Yeah. That'd be so crazy. And what about the? Uh, it's great that you're so interested in in the design aspect of it. But I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the drugs because you think drugs are cool. Is that right? <sighs> the coolest. The, yeah. I, 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 if, if I didn't think that, I, I wouldn't be high right now. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> you probably wouldn't be in in, in the business. Um, tell me about the triple T's. What's that? They are uh, turbo. Tropical tranquilizers. Oh wow! So they'd normally be for like the monkeys and the the, uh, the tigers in that. in tropical climates yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Really good when you're on holiday, but right. but, but you can have them here at home as well because you know we have a really hot summer, so it's okay. So this is like the new ketamine they're telling me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it does the opposite, where like the liquid base enhancers really accentuate the base. This is like accentuating the treble. Okay. I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So if you take the two of them together. <sighs> They can't see each other out and you're just so completely sober. Okay, right. So you want to avoid that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the plague, like the plague. Put that on the instructions. I think I tried uh, those before, except it was like a knockoff brand. It was like TTP. Oh, no, 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 no. No. What's TTP? Uh, Tropical Thunder Panda. Okay. And God, I was up that tree like a light. Right. Is, yeah. it, is it specifically for pandas? Because you yeah. don't see them in tropical climates. I was thinking that's, that's, that was the, the red or do flag you? there. Maybe you do. I don't yeah. know. Is it tropical? Uh, Maybe if the pandas are really high. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anything Tomo hands to me, I just take it anyway. Don't ask too many questions. Yeah. Well, we're, look, we're learning a lot here. Um... Jeremy, uh, what's next for the the packaging business? Are you gonna are you gonna branch out? Well, the tropical thunder panda is actually quite a big boon for us because I love cute panda pictures. Yeah, it's loves just pandas. it's been a joy to research and come up with logos for that. We have the two little pandas, and we actually have uh, we send them out in pairs. So if you find your panda buddy that they match up, then. Oh. It's a little meat cute for people who That's are trying great. tropical. Love that. Yeah, love we have that. a very viral social media campaign about around it. Cool. Jeremy, I have a little suggestion you can either take it or leave it. But you know, like the Kinder eggs and the Kinder surprise, mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. that be an option for packaging? Because they have instructions in there and the font is tiny, but the children always know how to build the toy because it comes in that little orange capsule, if you will. That you know. is an incredible idea. Yeah. Incredible. That is and such and a good you idea. have the chocolate in there as exactly. well. And like I could throw one of those Kinder surprises and it wouldn't open. So like if it you know, if it got uh, damaged in transit, I don't think it'd be too bad. So we're talking chocolate egg with the plastic uh egg inside and you've got the drugs in there with the instructions. I mean I didn't even think about putting the chocolate with well, it. Well the chocolate sure. is great because yeah. you need that sugar uh, infusion yeah. to counterbalance the yeah, uh, so the liquid base enhancers. Yeah, and yeah. You know what? It's great for that festival circuit and for going on airplanes because you know when you're going to a festival and you're trying to hide stuff. You know, yeah. gone are the days where we're taking the tampon out of the tampon applicator and hiding the drugs in there. Now a much more. Ca- classy solution a yeah. Kinder Absolutely. Egg well it's funny uh, you should say that because Kinder uh, one of the executives from Kinder uh, Sven Blurgen is on the line uh, Sven you heard this idea and you're all in is that right? Yes, yes, absolutely, completely. I think this is absolutely fantastic idea. I mean, I, I myself, uh, I, I love drugs in my right now, but also I'm a businessman first and foremost, and I think this is an absolutely wonderful idea. I think we can get this on the shelves very quickly. But Jeremy, I need to get more and more details about this. What kind of drugs are going on in there? And also, more importantly, what flavors? The chocolate. 
Yes, very important. Well, I think our main market for this is going to be the German market. Um, mm. You know, they love a good rave. They love the Kit Kat Club and they love Kit Kats and clubs mm. and uh, really a big fan of their chocolate. I think uh, in that case, we'll be going for uh, Laugen de Brock, uh, oh, like a, 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 a pretzel flavored chocolate oh, and we'll twist it all up. And, oh, and, and we can actually shop this out to our Dutch clientele, who are known for making windmill joints, will make a pretzel joint that oh, is beautiful, built inside beautiful. this chocolate pretzel kinder. Um, I suppose surprise is still kinder surprise. It would still be a surprise, but I think get. we could oh. workshop that. Yeah. I love it. I also have one more idea, Jeremy. Now, I'm super high right now, so this might be amazing. Of course. I've worked with a lot of my I was German earlier, before. The pandas... I'm, I'm really high in speed right now, but is it because pandas are super high all the time that they can't make babies? They're too busy being boxed off their loop, as you would say? <laughs> now, I'm not a panda expert. I am a graphic designer. Uh, right. But I would think that suggesting that people can't have sex while they're high really would alienate our, our chemsex crowd. Mm. And uh, I'd really like to pander to them instead. I am loving all this. I can't believe we started off talking about drugs and now we're on to like an amazing marketing idea. All of us, and obviously we all have a stake in this. We'll all take a, a cut probably, Sven. Oh, please, uh, you... you sound of dotted line. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, Nelly, back to you, because you are a panda expert, weirdly. Um, so yeah. can you confirm or deny anything about the lovemaking habits? Well, what happens when pandas make love is that they don't make love in the traditional way. Mm. Um, they would get each other's paws and they would push them really close together and that's how they would climax. Right. Um, so when they're high, the trouble is getting the palms correctly, you know, touching each other. Sometimes they're punching each other in the eye, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're not getting the climax and then one paws in one yeah, eye. So, yeah. um, And when they're chewing on all that bamboo, are they getting mashed off their bins out of bamboo they're juice? They're mashed off their little furry hoops. Okay. Oh, like That's why they're at it all day, all night. At it all day, okay. yeah, no. Guys, fascinating call. It's been great talking about drugs with all of you. Um, yeah, thank you all for phoning it in and looking forward to those Kinder Surprise hitting the shelves uh, in Germany pretty soon. Very soon, very soon, I'll be soon. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. I'm going to move on to some other calls now. Um, uh, Ken, you feel you were unfairly represented in a recent TV documentary about weirdos. Is that right? Yes. I feel like I was uh, very weirdly mistreated in that documentary. Um, they asked me to take part in it, uh, just kind of to help the community. But then the show was called Weirdos and it followed me uh, every day and there didn't seem to be anyone else in the show. Yeah, it's weird that it's called Weirdos, but it's just about you. It's just me. Now. And they didn't tell you in advance what the show was called? No, they kind of just showed up 
up to my house and said, do you want to help the community? And I said, well, of course, right. because I don't do anything else. Well, how, how are you helping the community? How is this going to help? Well, they would give me a broom and I would sweep the streets and then the camera crew would just follow me while I do that. But they would bring me to uh, dangerous streets, like dangerous parts of the neighbourhood to sweep. So I kind of always used to get a weird stairs and I don't know why they brought me to those. Hmm. Um, but there's nothing weird about sweeping the streets. Street, sweeping the sweeping streets. Sweeping the streets, I know. Um, but then what they would do is they would watch me in a restaurant and they would like encourage me to maybe chat up uh, a young woman okay. um, and they would record me while I do that. And I wouldn't normally be chatting up anyone. Right, so they're um, making you do things to make you look weird. Exactly. They're putting me out of my comfort yeah, zone yeah. Um, and I'm not sure how chatting up a woman is helping the community. Now, let's take that example. When you would chat up a woman, um, in what way did you come across weird? Well, I just stare at her. Um, I think of things to say and then I get very, very sweaty. What kind of things would you say? Well, I would think of things I could say like, wow, isn't your hair very conditioned? Um, aren't your Not so weird. Aren't your pores very minimal? Um, Interesting. You know, are you on your time of the month? How's okay, that that, going? That, that's, 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 it can be a very painful time for women. Dave. Yeah, but it's not really something you should be inquiring about to, of a stranger, I don't think. And who told you that? I just think it's common knowledge. It's, uh, you know, if you're not a weirdo, you kind of know that, you know. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's. They didn't say that to me at the time. Cause they no, said, well, they were encouraging you to be a weirdo. They said this is good TV, and yeah, I said, it "Well, I like must be helping the community in some way." Well, you are in a way. Let's bring on the producer of that show, uh, Jane McCormick. Jane, um, it sounds like you've sort of taken this weirdo Ken um, and encouraged him to be even more weird in situations that he's not usually in. How do you how do you stand over that, or do you? I. I stand over it one hundred percent. This wasn't this wasn't the picture of the show we were initially going to do. Okay, we were going to do more of a an inspirational story, before and after. Ken is very reserved. I'm Ken. No, no, you're Jane. You're Jane. I'm Jane. Ken is very reserved, <laughs> and and I just wanted to life coach him. Right. I wanted to get him out there. With the sweeping brush. You see, the sweeping brush is a tool. It's a talisman. Yeah. It is to get him out of his comfort zone. He was very housebound before this. He would be in his house for about six hours a day, only leaving to go to work Weird. and uh, socialize and exercise and then go home again. Very odd. I know. And we just wanted to get him out of it. So we thought a domestic tool like that you see, I've got a PhD in psychology mm, as well. I and tell. I just, this was supposed to be our way of exposure therapy mm. to the outside world. And we put him out there so he could soar, but he just kind of flopped. Floundered, and, flounced. And so we had, we had filmed him at this stage and we just thought maybe it is as inspirational to show that not really everyone has it in them. So if you have it in you, that's good. 
if you're going to just flop, at least you're not Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, that's inspirational in a way. Like, we can all take solace from the fact that we're not you, Ken, you know? Exactly. And if that makes people feel better, but it doesn't explain episode three when you blindfolded me and brought me to Tato Park and put me on the kook Cullen and there was no seatbelt to be seen. And you whipped off the blindfold just as I was about to take off. There was no one else in Tato Park that day. I was very scared. I was about to... <laughs> that sounds great. I'd love to see that. You uh, see, this, this was... What? That sounds like great This crack. is a proven psychological technique. Oh, you have, I thought it was just funny. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were deadly afraid of exotic animals such as tigers, lions, being left alone with them just... Yes, I couldn't even watch David Attenborough. Yes, and so when we put you in that roller coaster blindfolded with all the lions and tigers and bears in the compartments with you, you know, we wanted... I forgot they were there. We wanted to put you on level ground with them so that... Everyone's afraid. Yeah, everyone's afraid. You can see their humanity or rather their animality in the same way that they are vulnerable creatures such as yourself who don't like being hurtled around at G-Force without a seatbelt. We're all the same. I know we're all the same, but the tiger took off my arm. Yeah, but they're as afraid of roller coasters as roller coasters are of you. (laughs) That's a great... (laughs) Great point, Jane. Are you sure? Uh, so stay on the line. Uh, I want to bring on a viewer. Uh, sorry, what's your name, sir? My name's Ricky. Ricky, uh, you're a big fan of weirdos. Oh, I like weirdos, I do. <laughs> yeah. Weirdos in general or the show? Oh, just weirdos and freaks in general. Are you're into kind treats. of freaks and weirdos? Yeah. Cool. Um, so what do, you, what do you think of the show, though? Oh, I love it. I do. I, I catch it every week. Oh, Jane, oh Ken is a massive weirdo. <laughs> he is a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your What's been your favorite episode so far? Oh, when when they made a oh when they made a put put in the milk last in a tea. Oh, that was strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, you seem like a bit of a weirdo yourself, if you don't mind me saying. No, I'm perfectly normal, Dave. Are you? <laughs> Nothing strange about me. I go. I go. I, I do my tea all normal, like. Which way do you do it? Mayonnaise first. Mayonnaise first. Yeah. That that seems unusual to me. Um, You're an outlier, Dave. You're an outlier. I don't know. I don't put. I, I don't think many people put mayonnaise in their tea. Um, Jane, this this guy. Sorry, what's your name again? <laughs> Ricky. Ricky seems like a real weirdo. Maybe you could get him on to the show, and then you'd have your weirdos plural. Well, you see, the thing about Ricky is. You think I'm too normal, don't you? Yeah, he's not Ken. He's not uh, Ken. Nobody's and so he Ken. has, he has <laughs> that going he for him. And Oh, wait, you think that's a good thing? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, the inspirational part of the show is that we can all watch it and, and know that we're not, Ken. Uh, like, just kind of kind of crap yeah, <laughs> like yeah, Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Ricky, sure, he's a bit unorthodox, but he's he's living his life. He's putting mayonnaise in tea. Oh, yeah, delicious. Yes, flavor, adventurer. I just don't think I could work with him in the same way I right. could He's with just Ken. not as pathetic um, as Ken. Ken, just to come back to you then, do you see now how you are doing a service to the community? Well, I suppose people are taking comfort in knowing that they're not me. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm a hoarder. Uh, I'm crap in social situations. I've mm-hmm. no mates, no family. Mm-hmm. Um, and... 
Well, I suppose these guys have kind of become my friends, so maybe I do have friends. Are, are the camera crew my friends? No, uh, this is very common in psychological settings where mm. you kind of, you project friendship onto the camera crew. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. We kind of think you're shit crack. Mm. Uh, you're just... Well... They're being paid to be there, you know, yeah. Ken. They wouldn't be there otherwise. What a pathetic weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, Rick. I mean, I'm, right, of course, not getting paid, but it does take me out of the we, house. We did give you that broom. The brew? Yeah. The broom. The broom, right. We wouldn't give you a brew. You put your tea in last. Uh, and I suppose you did pay for me to go to Tato Park as well. And <laughs> oh, all those animals. And all those animals. Um, the missing arm, though, that's kind of a situation. I have a huge hospital bill to pay. I don't know if you're covering that. We gave you the sweeping brush for that. If you, right, so I could you know, it if, you, if you screw off the bottom, then you can just... That could be my arm. Yes. A peg arm. A peg which is arm. not something you see that much uh, nowadays, but I mean, it certainly would give you a, a talking point. Captain exactly. Hook yeah. kind of edge. Yeah. Captain Brown. Ken Hook. Yeah. But there's no hook. I'll have to source the hook. The hook is you've got a broom for an arm. Okay, um that's it's been great to uh to talk to you, Ken. And Jane, we'll we'll keep an eye out for uh, for more episodes of Weirdos. I know Ricky's gonna be tuned in. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. All right, save it for the show, Ken. Uh thanks guys. Thanks for calling in. As I'm sure you know by now, Phoning It In is just one of the many excellent podcasts on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Here's a little teaser for another one you should definitely check out. Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week you'll hear tales of mythic Irish gods, Arthurian knights or Norse Vikings. There is folklore from Ireland and around the world, and even historical legends like Brian Baru and Gráinne Whale. Whether from poetry or prose, lyric or legend, if there is a good story at the heart of it, you'll find it here. I'm Kevin C. Olahan. I'm your host and fireside bard. With over 150 episodes and rising, there has never been a better time to join us by the fireside. If you're a fan of phoning it in and you'd like to support the show, please come and see our Dublin Fringe show in September at Smock Alley. It's called Clankety Clank, and it's a collaboration between this podcast and Sissy That Pod. It's like an Irish version of the Snatch Game from RuPaul's Drag Race. It's an improvised quiz show format with lots of the regular guests from this show who'll be doing their best celebrity impressions. It's going to be hilarious. Tickets are available now at FringeFest.com. Get them now before they're gone. Check out the show notes or the link in our social media bios for more details. My uh, guest in the studio today is a professional assassin for hire. For legal reasons, we can't use his real name. He's asked that we call him Big Dog. Welcome to the show, Big Dog. Hi, how's it going? And you're going to, um, uh, you know, ch- change my voice, aren't you? So you can't actually understand, you know, we can't grasp my accent, right? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll knock something together, I'm sure. Fabulous, fabulous. Thank you so much. Um, is it true that you started out in the assassination business working for the CIA? 
It is, yeah. But the type the type of job I was doing at the CIA would really surprise you. Oh, it, it wasn't assassinations? No, no, it was. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I thought, I thought that you'd expect some sort of job like I started out in cleaning and then I ended up assassin. No, I started as an assassin. As an really. assassin, yeah. straight out the gate. Yeah, no one expects that. Yeah, that's true. That is unusual. Why did they, what did they see in you that, you know, that was your job from day one? Well, I have my master's degree, so... I think that was the. I think that was that was the. the what was your master's in? Uh, assassination. Okay, and that but that's more in the theoretical side of things. Yeah, there was some practical work in there, but but yeah, mainly theoretical. Yeah. So the practical stuff was what? Uh, uh, killing people. Killing people. Okay, so you did have a bit of a uh, bit of hands-on experience going into the job, I suppose. Oh no, I don't do it by hand. No, no. No, I like, sorry, I just meant in in, in the in the metaphorical. Oh, sense. Oh yeah, I have to be very careful about that, Dave. Now, but yes, yes. Of so course, maybe. hands-on has a completely different meaning in the assassination world. No, I don't like to close the distance, Dave. Right. As far away as possible. That's so my what, what's your uh, weapon of choice then? Maybe like a throwing knife or oh, okay. or a, a, a little, a little blo- blo- blowy blowy stick. That's blowy what I, stick? That's that's the technical term. Is that like we would call it a blow a blow, blowpipe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. blowpipe. Yeah, 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 blowy stick. Okay, cool. Tomato, tomato. Um, how, do you feel bad about the people that you kill? Oh, I do. I really do. I mean, you know, sometimes it's, you know, some politician and they're, you know, a bit rotten. But other times it's like so-and-so's granny or something. And you mm. just think, gosh, she'll be gone as soon anyway, soon enough anyway. Like, But you know what? Paying customers are always right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good uh, strategy as a businessman. Mm-hmm. But let's, before we talk about you, you know, in your private work, let's talk about the CIA. Who did you kill for the CIA? Can you tell us? Oh, uh, I can't tell you, but I can give you a very strong hint. Okay. Um, Texas, 1969. Mm-hmm. Um, open top car. Mm-hmm. Uh, back into the left, grassy knoll. Mm. That give you any... Clues? No, total blank. Okay, total okay, blank. that's fair enough. Well, that's pretty much all I can say anyway. But No yeah, one else? That's... No one famous, like? Uh, a few attempts in Cuba. Oh, yeah. Who, um, who was that with? Oh, that was with uh, 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 what? 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 The devil is his name? Ch- uh, I can't even remember the man's name, but he lived. He lived. He always lived. Um, was there an exploding cigar involved? Yes, yes, an exploding letter. Uh, mistresses with poison. Uh, we even tried to fly a plane into his house, and it just landed on the roof perfectly. Unbelievable! Wow! Wow! It's amazing. Have you? You have successfully killed people, though. Yeah. Like oh, not oh, all thousands, thousands. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so now you've gone private. What's the difference there? Like, what, how how does the work change when you go into business for yourself, so to well, speak? It's just it's so nice. I don't know what it's like for any other industry, but for assassination, I just get more me time. I get more time with the family, and I get to choose and which jobs I take on or not. You know, the, the income is a little bit you know different, and maybe a little bit less security in the assassination business. Again, I don't know if this is similar to any other industry. It sounds I'm, like it. Yeah, oh, okay. like a freelancer is a freelancer. Um, yeah, yeah. Is there people then that you won't kill? For moral reasons, or you know, what's the what what? How do you decide what job to take and what not? Yeah, yeah, I I, I won't kill any shrews. Just won't, just won't, just won't do that. Shrews, That's, shrews, just because they're just too cute. I just okay. I can't pull the trigger. Right. But anything else is fair game. Oh right, so literally shrews are the only. That's it. That's okay. it, Dave. Yeah, right. couldn't, okay. couldn't, bring, couldn't bring myself to do it. Um, well, uh, uh, Angela is on the line. Uh, Angela wants to know if you'll kill her good for nothing husband, Lance. Um, Hello. Hi, Angela. Hi. Ricky, nice to meet you. I mean, uh, you'll, you'll bleep that out, won't you? Dave? What did you say? Uh, uh, you'll just bleep out my name there. Dave. Oh, I didn't hear it. Uh, yeah, we'll probably, yeah. we'll probably do something. Yeah. He- hello there, big dog. 
Okay, I like the, I like where this is going immediately. So that's so, your name, isn't it? It's on your website. Oh yes, yeah, Ricky at bigdog dot com. Yes, yeah, uh, uh, Dave, uh, you'll uh, that uh, out, won't you? yeah. Yes, yeah. I tried the AOL one, but it's okay. not working. They'll just send you right back. No, so but, your husband isn't a shrew. Uh, he's got the nose one, but not not anything else. He's got mm. he's got a very shrew like nose. Is that going to be a problem mm. for you, big dog? Really, I really think it could be. Oh, no. I really think it could be. You see, the problem, the the problem is, of a Sunday evening, I do be I do be walking up the the driveway, and and I see him, and he's walking down, and the bins are right there. It's Sunday evening, and he mm. walks straight by them, mm. straight by them, and does. And I I leave it go, and I'll grab the first bin, and. And he just looks at me. He'll stand there in the driveway and he'll look at me and I'm taking bids out to the car mm. and out to the driveway. And he doesn't even grab the other two. There's three bids. Three Yeah, yes. three bids if it's the black bin day. But the, the recycling and the... the he wouldn't grab the compost brown. either. He yeah, says yeah. it's yucky. Does wow, that change wow. anything, Big Dog? Because that's a real good-for-nothing piece of crap. Oh, right no, there. no, this is, uh, yeah, this is something else. I mean, I, I've, I've killed dictators and mass murderers. I've killed thousands of people, Dave. This is the worst. This is the worst really? I've ever heard. Okay. No sense. No sense. No sense, yeah. I mean, that's the worst kind of husband. Yeah. Um, so you'll take the job? I'll, ta- I'll take the job, yeah. Whoa, gotta... hold your horses, because Lance has been listening in, and he wants his right to reply, which I think is only fair if you're going to kill him. Look. I didn't take in the bins because it's not my job. Whose job is it, Lance? It's your job, and you <laughs> should know that. You've been doing it every Sunday. Why should I pick it up one the, the, random the Sunday? The fact that I've been doing it every Sunday is all the more reason why you should grab a bin every Oh my God, morning. her voice, it would go through a window. The, through the window, that's where you'll go if, if Big Dog has anything to say about it. Well, you've put me through a window before and I won't have it again because that was a very expensive window. Well, hang on, the guys. The house hang was on. on fire. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. The house is on fire. Fair enough. But why should Angela be the only one to take out the bins? Shouldn't you, like, split the duties? Well, she told me she enjoyed it. So I thought I'll let her do that little hobby. And we don't have a dishwasher, so I look after the dishes. Oh, Angela, that that seems like a fair excuse. Uh, you enjoy the bins. He enjoys the dishes. He, he doesn't take care of the dishes. Oh. He, he he says I don't have a dishwasher, so I'm going to put the dishes directly into the bin. Oh. He makes them awful heavy. Oh, and then you have to carry them out, <laughs> yeah, and then buy more a, dishes every day. Yeah, and I've got a gravel driveway, so you dragging, oh. you dragging. I used to enjoy, I used to enjoy dragging the bins on the gravel. It would be like a little Zen garden for me, and oh. I'd make the patterns yeah. with the wheels on the bins and and zen and and get a little bit zen by doing that uh, to deal with the lack of the dishwasher and the constant dish bill yeah but now I mean you put too many dishes in there and then the gravel is just going to get stuck and it's too heavy and it's just ruining everything I, I, I try to put my energy into my hobbies I used to get the little fragments of dishes and try to make a bonsai tree for the zen garden nice but and? sure, sure, didn't he go? And he started eating his dinner off the dish bonsai tree, oh. and and then it was dirty, so he pushed in the bin. Terrible. Listen, if you're not going to kill this guy, I might have to jump in and take over. Go right ahead. I, I wouldn't stop you, but I, I, you know, you have to beat me to the punch. All right. Look, it's look, it's your business. I don't want to tell you how to do your job, Lance. Um, you're a real worthless, good for nothing. 
that's how I was raised, my mother. Oh, it's it's not your fault. It's my how you were raised. My mother always took in the bins. That's how I was raised. Well, look, times change, Lance, okay? People, times generations have changed. moved on. Women aren't handcuffed to the oven anymore. You'd probably like it that look, way, wouldn't you? If she starts doing the dishes, then I'll take out the bins. Well, look, uh, your mum is on the line. Um, oh, yeah, so what do you say, uh, Katrina, to, to Lance's claims that he was raised this way? Lancey? Yes, mummy? Lancey, what's this I'm hearing of you not taking the bins out? Huh? Well, our daddy never used to do it, so why should I be doing it? It's not how I was raised, mummy. Your daddy didn't have a bin. We didn't have bins. We put everything into a big pile and down the garden and set it on fire. But it's 2022 now, Lance. Exactly. Would you ever cop yourself on, huh? Right, well, if she starts doing the dishes, uh, then maybe I will. Uh, a few dishes. Uh, never hurt anyone. Sure, there's a fear of you. She won't do the dishes unless we get a dishwasher. She's only well, going ha- to ha- empty oh, the village. Whoa, 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 hang on. Katrina, this thing of breaking all the dishes uh, as soon as they're used, did you do that in your house? Yes, but his father was Greek. Oh, I'm sure we were always having parties. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's tradition in Greece, of course, but uh, but that doesn't mean you need to keep that up, Lance. You know. Well, it's a tradition. It's the only bit I have left of my father. You have tzatziki. He, he drowned, and I'm in trying tzatziki? to keep. Yes. Oh he my god. Drowned in tzatziki, and I'm trying to keep his spirit alive. God. But couldn't you god do that? God forbid I do that. Couldn't you just do that by you know having a dip in tzatziki yourself every now and again without having to smash all these dishes and make the bins so heavy that they can't be used to build a zen garden? Tzatziki is quite expensive, Dave. I couldn't just. Be you can make it yourself, Lance. It's not that expensive. Right. Grow I'll, some mint. Get a bit of yogurt. I'll fill the bath. After this call, I'd, I'd really prefer if he didn't spill our bathtub. With ah, there she goes then, again. I can't do then, anything. Then he'd right. just be throwing the bathtub in the bins and then be covered in yogurt. And yeah. then yeah. it's not picked up for two that. weeks and the weather will have turned to cheese by the time. Well, yeah. of course, they're going to smash the bath up. Tzatziki smells after a while. But this is your problem, Lance. You see, you have to be able to wash things when they're dirty. Otherwise, it's just going to cost you a fortune. Maybe the whole answer to this is paper plates. Paper bath? Not it's sure not how well that will work eco-friendly. out. Big dog, big dog, whichever give him. I was wondering, I know it's not the most customizable thing, but I wonder if there was a customizable option on the way you're killing folk. If you could, if you could give him some sort of dish-breaking yogurt, related death I think that would be very fitting and I love the dramatic irony of it <laughs> great question Angela fantastic question uh, and by the way this is a freebie this one I'm just going to do this one for, for the love of it again if you beat me to the punch Dave uh, that, it's, it's, it's a race to the finish on this one okay yeah, yeah. also you're going to bleep out all the big, oh, big yeah. dogs and yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the email yeah. address and everything yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I th- drowning yogurt sounds absolutely fantastic. Again, it's not too hands-on, but a little bit, because you know, I want to get a little hands-on on this one, you know? Just for me on this one. Uh, and so also, you're willing to forego your usual uh, distance kill to get your hands dirty with Lance? Yeah, usually I don't really take much pleasure in it, but this one, I mean, destroying the, the bin Zen Garden is just... Uh, I've really never heard anything worse. Unforgivable. Lance, how do you feel about this, um, you know, your impending death? It's going to happen. I mm. mean, I. That's true. We're all going to die. I suppose. Oh, no. I, I, th- well. I, I thought you meant specifically it was always going to happen that you would be assassinated um, because of. 
a fortune Your cookie behavior. did tell me that once. So I suppose I just have to grin and bear it. Mm. And sure, anything to get away from this squeaky woman voice. You talking about your wife? That's it. You well, better why, not be talking about me. Your what? mammy. No, not you, mammy. I'm sorry. Why wouldn't your wife have a woman voice? Well, of course, it's a woman's voice, but it doesn't need to be squeaky like that. All like right. a little shrew. Okay, you prefer uh, if your wife had a powerful voice like your mother? Uh, yes, exactly. Demanding the I, room. I could no try. Bullshit. I could try. Would you Would you put in the effort if I tried to be a little Well, I'm going to be assassinated now, so there's... Well, there's still time to turn this around, Lance. Look, I can get louder. Yes, Angela, go for it, Angela. I can get go louder. Go for it, more and deeper. If I were to be louder and, and to say, do the dishes, would you do the dishes, Lance? Absolutely. Oh, if, that's, if I knew that was all it took, I would be shouting years ago. Well, this is great. This is a breakthrough. Uh, I, well done, Angela. Big You're dog. finding your inner strength. Wow. Big Fair Dog play, had put on his assassination gloves uh, as while we were talking to you, Lance, but I'm happy to see you now. He's peeling them off. He's yeah, actually, uh, he's actually I, crying. There's a tear I, rolling I, down his cheek. This I'd, is beautiful. I'd loaded up the blowpipe with all of the little poison darts and everything. Yeah. And um, I just, hearing you, Angela, have that breakthrough and finding your inner strength that was in you all along. Yeah. Okay, uh, Lance, you dodged a bullet this time, or a blowpipe in this case. Uh, how do you feel you, now? Well, I am wiping the sweat off my eyebrows as we speak. We're we're happy to see that you've you've made it through, and you're not gonna you're not gonna be killed on this occasion, Lance. Well, not today. All right, <laughs> I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all my callers today, but I especially want to thank Laura O'Leary, Noel Cutler, and Enda Denight. Folks, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, sure. Uh, Chapside Comedy on Instagram and Chapside on YouTube. Put a new sketch out recently, so give that a, a, a shout. And then also, uh, I'm an ordained interfaith minister, so if anyone's got any weddings or baby wel- welcomings or vow renewals or whatever the crack ceremonies, hit me up. Uh, on your social media? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I actually haven't even set it up yet. <laughs> I say my professional website and stuff, but uh, if you can find me, at uh, Niall Cutler underscore on uh, Insta. Yeah. Deadly. Uh, I love the new. Um, I love the new um, chapside sketch. Thanks very much. Chapside. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Very, very. Hopefully, friendly. more in the future. Did you guys shoot that in London, or we? We did. We did. I, I popped over and we 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 shot it off in a day while we while we, while we had time. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Oh, no, yeah. Laura, do you have anything you want to plug? And uh, not today, but you can follow me at Laura O'Leary on Instagram. So if I am doing anything, I'll be showing it there. Amazing, Enda. Hi. Uh, you can find me at Enda the Night on Instagram. Uh, D-A-N-I-T-E as in I'll go home with whoever is left at the end of the night (laughs) (laughs) and I have a little show coming up uh, in Fringe Um, myself and some other dragsters and some comedians are teaming up to do a kind of drag parody takedown of the alt-right and the media platforms that give them platforms Um, so much like yourself taking some inspo from the Joe Duffy um Unless that was meant to be unsaid. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why Joe knows. Lately, and the news and cool. all that. What's that called? Uh, platforms. Platforms. At okay. Fringe, um, amazing. The 22nd of September to the 24th. 
Brilliant. Um, we're also doing a fringe show called Clankity Clank, uh, inspired by RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, that's uh, uh, Tickets for both those shows are available at fringefest.com. Uh, brilliant. Thank you, uh, guys. Thank you to House of Podcast Network for having us. And to Bobby Hearn for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. That was fun. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.